Hey lady, so happy that you're here today. In today's episode, we are going to debunk or overcome the reasons that you're not practicing self-care. We're going to spend a little time discerning the small actions that make a huge impact in our day-to-day lives. And we're going to separate ourselves from this image the world has for us, what our parents should look like, what motherhood should look like, what the first few months of motherhood should look like, how our house should look. And we're going to get real on our truths and what we feel is most important and most valuable, and we're going to let everything else go. Before we head into the episode, I want to read a review from Ashley CD. You instantly feel like her best friend or like you're hanging out on a mama date with her within the first few minutes. She shares her soul so that you or we have someone to connect to, to be inspired from, relate to, hear a positive perspective from, and inspired from. Highly recommend listening to her. Perfect for while sipping a cup of coffee, folding laundry, or just taking a walk. Ashley, thank you so much. That review means so much to me. You guys, if you like this episode, if you like the last four, please, please, please go on, subscribe, share, but most importantly, leave a review. I can't tell you how happy it makes me to hear from you and it'll help another mama join in on our journey as well. So with that, on with the show. Welcome back to the Mama Inspired Podcast. Whether you're struggling to become the mama you've always known you're meant to be, or you're holding that miracle in your arms, hear me now when I tell you that you are not alone, and that on the other side of this hard, a brand new life awaits you. Hey lady, I'm Sarah Wayne Scott. I'm here to encourage a more enlightened, compassionate, and empowered mom collective. I believe that through guru guidance, stories from mamas just like you, and a whole lot of momspiration for me, we can begin to make the transformation from messy to truly inspired. So swap out the breast pad, wipe off the barf, (laughs) it's mama time. Hey, my mamas, welcome to episode five. So in order to prepare myself for this episode today, I took myself back to four months postpartum with Miles. At this point, we had just finally gotten over one of the biggest hurdles, um, which was our breastfeeding journey. And it was the part where we finally got Miles from the bottle back to the breast. And I was finally making enough milk, like just enough milk for him. Up until this point, I was honestly so scared and so anxious and paranoid and just worried to do anything at all that was going to take any energy away from being able to make that milk for him. So finally, four months rolls around and I can I can finally start thinking about moving my body again maybe and getting back into some kind of routine that's taking care of myself. And I want to say something really quick before we move on. You mamas who are in the beginning stages, the brand new days of motherhood, your baby's just a a few days or a few months old, all I want you to really think about and concentrate on right now is the time with you and your baby. I want you to forget what society tells you that your house is supposed to look like, what you're supposed to look like, what motherhood is supposed to look like what you're supposed to be able to do, what you're supposed to be able to get back to. All of our journeys are so different. And really what's most important right now is that your energy goes towards you and your baby and your bond, okay? So you're gonna hear some things 
and you're going to be thinking to yourself, Sarah, why are you telling me this? I can't do this right now. That's okay. That's okay. You can discern when I'm talking to you. And honestly, you can carry the things I'm saying onto, you know, after the first several months. Okay. So just keep that in mind. So I had finally got to this place where I was ready to start taking care of myself. But (laughs) how the heck was I supposed to do that, right? Like I just figured out how to start taking a shower without help. How was I supposed to figure out how to start pulling back into myself? This was the real challenge. You know, before becoming a mom, it's easy to do the things that you love, to care for yourself. You get to do what you want when you want. (laughs) But when you become a mother, it's no longer that easy. I think sometimes we also find ourselves going, if I even had an hour to do what I wanted to do, what would I even do? (laughs) In this place, we honestly have so many needs that aren't quite being met. And so we're like, where do we even start? Where do we begin? And I'll tell you, you start by becoming more self-aware of your needs and what you value most, and then you start small. What I hope is that you can begin to see self-care as the decisions and the routines you do or don't do to support your well-being and your happiness on the daily. It's the menu of options you have to help fill your four buckets, your consumption, your body, your cup, and your heart. We discussed these four buckets back in episode three. So if this doesn't sound familiar to you, I would encourage you to go back and listen to get some clarity. In this episode, we also talked about the lie we tell ourselves around self-care. It's this notion that it's a luxury and it's been designed around specific parameters that make it possible, right? The grandparents have have the kids. My partner is out of the house. The house is finally clean. Or maybe it's all of these things combined that create this perfect scenario for you to, to go get your nails done, to watch your favorite show or maybe to get a massage. Now, don't get me wrong. These things can totally be considered something that you do for yourself and in the realm of self-care. And I want you to keep those things up, but they can't stand alone. I'd argue that this thing that you do once a week, more or less, let's be honest, doesn't do enough for your well-being and your happiness on a day-to-day basis. I'd also argue that it's not something you're gonna be able to sustain regularly based on these parameters, because things change the realm of motherhood and honestly, hashtag life. It's the small decisions we make every day, the routines we implement, the flexibility we adopt, and the self-awareness that we gain that help us lead a happy and healthy mamahood. Okay, so I want to do a quick exercise with you. If you can, get out a pad of paper or jot this in the notes in your phone. I want you to think about the perfect normal day. Not your favorite things in the world to do day, but your Monday through Friday day. In this perfect day, you are happy. You handle everything in stride. You're calm. You're motivated. You're grateful. And you're present. Can you think back to a day that felt like this? Now, what happened? What did you do? What didn't you do from the time that you woke up to the time you went to bed? 
What actions did you take? Take some time here, pause, pause the episode, and come back. Now, while our lives may look very different in many ways, I imagine that on this day things were quiet for you starting out. Maybe instead of scrolling social media, you just stared and cooed at your baby and you were simply present. You had plenty of time to get ready for the day and that pressure just wasn't there. You were able to finish a cup of coffee, even if you had to microwave it a few times. You made some really good decisions about your health that made you feel proud and made you feel good and energetic. You were a bit more patient when it came to your typical triggers, such as certain coworkers or a sink full of dishes and the crying babe in the background. At the end of the day, you connected with your family and you felt content. Maybe instead of falling asleep to the TV, you read or you reflected on your day or you wrote in your journal or you simply had a warm conversation with your partner. You put your head down on that pillow at the end of the night feeling like it was a really good day. What I want you to discern are the small things, the everyday choices that we make that set the tone, that give us energy, the patience, the fulfillment, and the joy for life. Now, I know that things look very different for us in different stages of life and motherhood. And honestly, every day will not go super well, even if you follow all of the routines of self-care that you have in place. But... We have to start somewhere, and we're planning for the rule, not the exception. Now listen, I don't want you to get overwhelmed or defeated by all the areas of improvement. I was listening to a podcast the other day with Jay Shetty and Gwyneth Paltrow, who I love, both of them, and Jay said something that really hit home for me. He said, when you're climbing a ladder, you don't go, oh, I'm stuck on the second step, and there are 10 more steps to go. You go, okay, I'm on the second one, and I'm going to keep going, and I know that there's a higher step. That's all we're aiming for, guys, the next step. Now, before I throw some tough love your way, let me say this. Sometimes it's more fun to adopt a new word for things we give value and time to in our lives. So if self-care just doesn't settle right, insert something else. Maybe mama love or Maybe filling your cup. (laughs) Maybe if you're an Indy 500 fan, you can say, fuel your engine. (laughs) Whatever it is, just make sure it's something that feels right to you or maybe embodies the love that you really have for yourself. I love doing this in any realm of areas of improvement. If there's a word that just doesn't sit right with you or has a negative trigger, maybe find something else to pop in for that word. I think it makes a real difference. Anyhow, okay, moving on. So here it is, the actual meat, the topic, the five reasons that you are not practicing self-care. One, you don't think that you have the time. Two, you don't think you have enough time. Three, you think that everything else is more important. Four, You feel guilty for doing something that only benefits you. Five, you are not willing to give up the things it will take to make it happen. Let's go back to one. You don't think that you have the time. 
So like the exercise we did earlier, I want you to think of the days that maybe didn't go so well. Now let me ask you this. How much time did you spend scrolling on social media? Check your phone. Most phones nowadays tell you where you're spending your time on that device and how much. I would bet that most of us are spending 30 minutes plus a day scrolling on our phones. As a mom, 30 minutes is gold. I promise that I am not going to pretend that us mamas can just magically stretch time. I know that almost every minute of our lives is accounted for. What I am going to stress is that it is valuable and how we choose to spend it shows us what we value most. And I doubt that everyone on Facebook means more to you than your own sanity and health. I doubt that getting in that episode of How to Get Away with Murder before bed is more valuable than a restful night of sleep. Am I right? As moms, we must also learn to take advantage of our pockets of time that involve less distraction for the things that require less distraction. This means before the kids wake, nap time, when they go to bed, things like journaling or reading require more focus and less noise, right? We have to be able to hear ourselves for the things that fit into this category. You know that they have to happen during one of those times. But for things like organizing the pantry for you type A's or exercising, maybe these things can be done while the kids are up and awake and at it. One of the best skills that I mastered early on was working out when Miles was awake. I got really good at looking at the interruptions as just a pause and saw how it made it even more fun. Most importantly, it was a really great way for me to exercise my own flexibility and my patience and adaptability. Now, I could have spent that time cleaning, but I needed to feel good and strong and energized. I value my body more than I value a freshly mopped floor. Now, again, this looks different in every stage of motherhood. Regardless, this time is precious. For the new mom of a three-month-old, it's that decision to get the much-needed sleep that you are missing instead of tackling the dishes while the baby's sleeping, right? It's that sacred time you make by waking up just a half an hour before your toddler to be with your own thoughts, to breathe, to stretch, instead of spending the first part of your morning staring at your phone. I want you to think about what you value most right now. And if your actions don't align, acknowledge it and adjust. Two, you don't think you have enough time. Do you know how you tell yourself that it would take two days to clean the house for company? And then (laughs) your husband gives you a call and tells you that he invited a coworker over with his wife for dinner. And then you clean the house in two hours. Do you also know how just a five-minute shower can completely turn you into a whole new woman? Do you get where I'm going here? Let's say that you take that 30 minutes of social media scrolling and divide it. 15 of those minutes, you choose to do something that fills your cup. This is the bucket of self-care that includes activities that make you happy, that light you up, or simply allow you to have time to self-reflect and to have peace. Maybe for you, that's journaling reading the Bible, or painting. Use that 15 minutes to do any of those things. Pick one and focus your energy there. The other 15 minutes? Well, what are you needing most? Energy? 
Do you need to spend that time prepping something a little healthier to eat instead of snacking in all the convenient empty carbs that are in the pantry? Do you need joy? Maybe you need to put the phone down and just play with your child for a few minutes. I know that nothing else puts a smile on my face like Miles does. What about movement? Maybe you just really feel like you need to move your body. So maybe it's time to just sweat for that 15 minutes. I promise you that that's enough and it's going to benefit you so much more than deciding that it's not. You guys, we have pockets of time. And it's not only how we use them, but it's our presence, our focus, and our energy dedicated. I believe this is also why setting the tone and taking the time in the morning to self-reflect is really important. And you know what? For argument's sake, for you morning people rolling your eyes at me right now, move this part to the evening before you head to bed. You guys, this time helps us gauge our needs and feelings in the moment and allows us to create this menu of options that we can pull from during the day. And then when those pockets of time reveal themselves, pull from that menu of options, take advantage of those 15 minutes, and just see what happens. If anything, it's a starting point. And if you continue to practice this habit, you will get really good at dedicating time and being present in it. Three, you think everything else is more important. How many times have you said, I am going to get a workout in as soon as the dishes are done, the baby is fed, the laundry is folded, I sort the mail, pick up the living room, the list goes on. And then how many times do you ever get there? You guys, the dishes in the sink will still be there in 30 minutes. Yes, the baby needs to be fed, but of all those things, that's probably the only thing that is more important than you. I think we all love a clean house but not at the expense of our well-being and happiness. And honestly, if those things are that important to you, I promise that you're going to get them done. Because remember that conversation we just had about motivation, focus, and drive to get the house cleaned? You guys, we can get a whole lot of cleaning done when it's crunch time. But better yet, we can learn to let things go. Lesson two of two billion and one on motherhood. We must learn to let things go. So this also takes us back to Seeing self-care as a luxury. I am here to tell you that if you want to feel happy and healthy on most days, self-care is absolutely a necessity. Getting the dishes done before you get your workout in, is that really necessity? What will happen if you don't do those dishes right now? They'll get done later? Sleeping for 15 minutes more in the morning instead of getting up to get quiet or stretch or reach for inspiration or read the Bible. Will that 15 minutes really leave you that much more rested? Let me fill you in. The answer is no. I want you to think about what is most important, what is necessary, what is most valuable to you, and then let the rest go. Four, you feel guilty for doing something that only benefits you. Now, you will not believe what I am about to tell you. Self-care is not selfish. In fact, your self-care practices directly impact your family and those around you so hard, it's not even funny. How many times have you found yourself irritable because your child wants your attention, but you're feeling pulled elsewhere? When you are more rested because you've taken care to ensure that you've had a restful night, you've put the baby down earlier, you read and reflected before laying your head down instead of staring into your phone, Aren't you up for more, more smiles, more playtime, more fun? So yes, the time that you make and spend on the routines and practices are for you, 
But like anything that exudes an energy, it affects everything around it. I may not know your life and every role that you play, but I know that you have several because it's in your nature to ensure that everyone and everything is taken care of. So let me tell you one more thing that's going to blow your mind. I'd be willing to tell you that you are so good at your roles that even if you looked away for one hour, it would all still be there. Alive and well just as you left it. I'd also be willing to bet that your family believes that you deserve as much love and care as you give them. Believe that and stop telling yourself that you don't. Five, you are not willing to give up the things it will take to make it happen. You guys, I just debunked four of the reasons that you aren't making time for yourself on the daily. But this is the hard truth, guys. These decisions that you make in the day that support your well-being and your happiness often come with a choice, a choice to break a habit and adopt a new one. And when you make this choice, something must go. And the question is, are you willing to let it go? If the answer is no, then okay. But stop telling yourself that you can't or that it's impossible because more often than not, it is possible. You're just not willing to do what it takes to make it happen. Let me, <laughs> let me be a little bit more gentle and talk you through what this could look like. So you not morning people, you can't wake up early. It makes you feel terrible and you value your sleep. Now you also know that it makes such a difference when you have just a few minutes in the morning to yourself before the babe wakes, but you aren't willing to give up the 30 minutes of sleep. Fair. Are you willing to go to bed 30 minutes earlier? Shut off the TV 30 minutes earlier? Put the kids down 30 minutes earlier? You just laid out what it's going to take to make that happen. The question is, are you willing to do what it takes? <sighs> okay, guys. So in conclusion, I want to tell you this. I want you to know that you are worth it and that you are deserving. Don't put the pressure on yourself to be perfect. Just reach for that next step. Take the time to see how it feels and let it guide you. Consider what is truly important to you and what you need. Remember that your energy affects everything and everyone around you. And that feeling happy and healthy isn't a luxury. I want you to remember that you are capable of growth and change and that it's not that you can't do it. It's that you have to be willing to make the choice based on what it will take. When you find yourself stuck, come back here and let's chat again. I'm sending you guys all so much love and, and good energy. And did I say love? <laughs> you got this, mama. You got this. I'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Hey, mamas, before you peace out, if what you just heard inspired you, made you feel like you've got a new BFF, or simply reminded you of another mama, please share this episode or the podcast. And be sure to tag me if you share it on social. My hope is to touch as many of you as possible and drive this mama-led movement. If you're with me, and I know that you are, please take a minute and leave a review. Hearing from you makes my heart so happy, and your review could encourage another mama in need to hop on this journey with us. So let's make a pact. I'll bring the fire, and in return, you help me strengthen our mama collective so we may together make the transformation from messy to truly inspired. Let's get it, mama.